This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. All right, you guys, I have been promising that I'm going to get Danielle back in from the Innocent Until Tipsy Podcast. My woman in the on the streets in well, she's not Virginia right now, but she has been my source of everything Johnny and Amber. She was there from the beginning, sitting in this court case, watching it all go down front and center, giving us blow by blow of all the goodness. Uh, Danielle, how are you? I'm exhausted. How are you, Adam? <laughs> Adam, oh my God. That's See, okay. I've already been today. filming. I've been filming Innocent Until <laughs> Tipsy today. I'm already tipsy. So just ignore me, guys. It's fine. <laughs> Holy hell. <laughs> no, all good. All good. Uh, Adam, so you're I, missed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know who your favorite is now. Thanks a lot. Um, no, so, you know, obviously you have been following this court case nonstop. You are my source to it. This week has been a crazy week for me. I haven't been able to watch it as much as I want to. So I'm wondering if we can just do a quick rundown of maybe the top five things that I need to know and our listeners need to know about that happened in court. I know that, you know, Amber was on uh, testifying. I know her sister was there, but I want you to give me the most important thing. So let's start with number five. Oh my God. Number five out of like non-importance. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I don't know if Elaine is ever going to learn how to use her microphone. That's <laughs> of least importance, but how has that lawyer not learned how to use her microphone yet? It's absolutely mind boggling. And for people, <laughs> for people who don't know who Elaine is, who's Elaine? Elaine is Amber Heard's lawyer. So okay. she has been kind of, if you've seen any of the viral clips of this case, and there's been a lawyer that has not known what they're doing besides Rottenborn, who is another one of Amber's lawyers, it's 110% Elaine. She has been on crazy rants. There's been all sorts of things happening, but literally the judge keeps asking this woman to please, please remember to turn your microphone on. And it's gotten to the point that Amber now is turning her microphone on for her. <laughs> That's not good. That is not good at it all. It is not good. It's not good at all. No. So wait, is that number five? Lelaine not knowing how to turn the microphone on? If we're backing things up here, like if we're going like five to one, I'd say that's like of least importance to like care about. But it's something I care about because I'm literally I'm watching the court. Now I'm at home because the court, uh, it's gotten crazy um, yeah. now. I don't know if you've seen, but the lines outside are, are nuts, like lining up the evening before. I, I can't do that. Um, so I was there the first four weeks. I've been watching from home, but I'm like, Elaine, your microphone, <laughs> turn it on. Like when you're objecting, you have to turn the mic on. How does? Oh <laughs> my gosh. I love God. it. And yeah, for people listening, I mean, Danny was literally there week one of the trial. And I remember it was already crazy. Like you had to get there super early in the morning. Already. But mm -hmm. as this trial has gotten bigger, more people are flocking to Virginia. So tell me about the scene outside just to give a little insider glimpse to what it's like outside. So outside at first, it was just this group of like Johnny Depp, Justice for Johnny, social media influencers, I guess you could say. Um, people I've met from Twitter virtually and um, also from YouTube. We got to actually physically meet them, which was super cool and it, we had like a huge camaraderie. I hadn't seen one Amber Heard fan there. I know there was one, but I guess she got removed from the courtroom because she'd been handing out these pamphlets. I think I talked to you and yeah, yeah. Adam about it. Yeah, um, so kind of just this like tight knit group of like the originals, right? And like all the police officers knew us too. So like when it was starting to get to the end, when 
fans were starting to realize that they could come to this. Um, our, the officers kept referring to us like the OGs will tell you <laughs> if you're messing things up in court, like they've got it. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it was nice. And then in the last week before I left, um, cause they had that week break where the judge was out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it got, it started to get nuts. Um, I arrived one morning at like 4am and I was like 105 in line. And I was like, that's, too much for me. So I started arriving at two 30 and the last day I arrived, I arrived at two 30 in the morning and I was number 73 in line. Oh so God. it just shows you how crazy it's getting. And, that, and then you're saying people are now lining up, not even at two 30 in the morning, but 6 PM the night before yes. to get in the next day. Yes. And they have, um, notices up not to do that. But what, from what I've heard is people are lining up across the street and then going over, um, once they're allowed to out of control, just <laughs> it watch is. it on TV, people. All right, yeah. let's get to number four. What's the number four most important thing to take up away from this week? Number four, we got to speak with Elizabeth Mars, who is one of Amber Heard's Raquel Pennington. Raquel Pennington is Amber Heard's best friend from childhood, who we learned, oddly enough, is no longer her friend. Very interesting development there. Mm-hmm. Um, but these okay. women have been fought like on the Amber Heard train this entire time. But we learned from Elizabeth Mars that she was shocked to see Johnny Depp in his own penthouse, his own home. Elizabeth Mars had been living there for a couple of months um, after being invited by Rocky to live rent-free in Johnny Depp's LA penthouses. Johnny was not aware of this. On May 21st, after a fight with his wife, he walked into that penthouse and saw this woman in the penthouse and was like, what are you doing here? Get the F out of my penthouse. Mm -hmm. And she was terrified. We heard in court. Absolutely. She could not believe this man spoke to her like that. Absolutely terrified (laughs) after squatting in his home. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. So someone random in his home and he, she is shocked that he was surprised to be that there was someone in his own home. Yeah. She was terrified. He told her to get the F out. She She was living there. She was living there. Yes, yeah, she. How been long was she living there? Before... A couple months. So she'd been. So where living had he there. been? Uh, oh, he'd been traveling. So he does. He was about to go on tour with the Hollywood Vampires. Also, this was after Amber Heard left that um, grumpy in his bed, mm-hmm. as we heard him mention. So they hadn't spoken to each other in over a month. Um, by the time he arrived back at the penthouses, he was just there to grab a few of his things. Amber alleges at this point in time he threw a cell phone at her face. We don't know if that's necessarily what happened because, of course, Johnny alleges that that didn't happen at all. And by the time Amber's friend, along with Johnny security, got into the penthouse, both of them were at least eight to ten feet apart. So they weren't close at all to each other um, for that altercation. There's no other witnesses. I remember Um, that. That was a big story when I was at TMZ. Huge. um, Yeah, like that whole cell phone incident, the images. Okay, keep going. Mm. uh, So that one is number four. What about... Mm number three so this is a difficult one i guess we had whitney heard on the stand um is who whitney well i guess she's now whitney henriquez and she's gotten married whitney heard is amber heard's sister um they were estranged for a portion of the time that johnny and amber were married um she took the stand basically to testify to the staircase incident the staircase incident is something that happened on march 23rd 2015 this was after johnny depp's um, tip of his right middle finger was severed Uh, she alleges that um, johnny was aggressive towards amber and for years now she's uh, alleged that um 
Johnny almost threw her down the stairs. And that's the same with Amber. Amber says that he, she was scared that Johnny was going to throw Whitney down the stairs. And so she, she smacked him, you know, like hit him with a punch um, right in the face to protect her little sister. Mind you, there were other people in the apartment at that point in time or penthouse, I guess. Um, there was uh, Debbie Lloyd, who was one of Johnny Depp's nurses, along with Travis McGivern. Um, who both have testified that they did not witness any violence um, that Johnny Depp did against either of the sisters. In fact, they say it was the other way around and that Amber was throwing projectiles at him, like her purse and a Red Bull can. Um, Debbie, Amber alleged the other way that Johnny had thrown a Red Bull can at Debbie. Debbie said that never happened in court. So Whitney was there to kind of give some backing to these claims. She's now alleged that Johnny um, almost hit her which was very interesting because that's news. Mm -hmm. um, and then Amber punched him. Um, but what's interesting now, because... I mean, God, this is literally a telenovela. Like, oh, 100%. I mean, it is out of control. Just the stories that have come out of this. Like, you know, I know that there is truth somewhere that lies in here. And I, I would love to be a fly on the wall and see what the hell actually went down between these two, because they're on such polar opposite ends. You know what I'm saying? Of just like, oh no, she threw it at me. No, he threw it at me. Like what really happened? And you've got witnesses saying yes and no and validating each side. So like, where the hell is the truth? Well, to be fair, so I run a podcast and also my TikTok. I've been researching this case for years now. All of the witnesses have sided with Johnny and the sense of the physical violence. None of them have seen the physical violence besides Sean Bett, Travis McGivern have testified to Amber throwing things at him. They've actually physically seen that. Whitney Heard is the only one that's testified to seeing violence between the two. But this is where things get interesting and it's about to get interesting in the weeks to come is um, Whitney Heard had a really good friend named Jennifer Howell. They called each other their chosen sisters, best friends. She also worked for Jennifer Howell for years at Jennifer Howell's um, Art of Elysium. That's her charity that she founded. Uh, she showed up on Jennifer Howell's door shortly after the staircase incident explaining to Jennifer Howell and Jennifer Howell testified this in the UK courts that she was afraid that Amber was going to kill Johnny and that mm. she needed a place to stay. And she did not know why Johnny was staying with Amber. And then, um, and she also had Jennifer had alleged that in March of 2015, which was before the, the, um, event, uh, Whitney had been, at work at Art of Elysium. And when the news report came in that Johnny had lost the tip of a thing of his finger, she said that Whitney announced like in their workplace. So there were other people that could hear her at the time too. She's done it now. She's cut off his effing finger. So very interesting. And now Jennifer Howell is going to get called into court because of this. So, so mm -hmm. going to, to Whitney, the sister, um, I did find one question by Johnny's lawyer, very interesting. Mm -hmm. And that was Whitney saying, you know, I was, I was basically being the marriage counselor for the two of them. And the lawyer said, okay, well, so you were trying to keep them together even after seeing this alleged abuse. And she then was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. it's not that, it's not that simple. They yeah. loved each other. What did mm -hmm. you think about that question? 
So I have thought for years that Whitney Heard was abused by her sister. Um, I think that's been happening since childhood. Um, Jennifer Howell has alleged it. it also, the Heard family household was not a good one um, from everything I've heard. Um, David was allegedly extremely abusive, and it seems like it has dwindled down to his daughters as well. So if you go to my Instagram, which is under my same handle as my TikTok, Delalio D, I do have posted a letter from Jennifer. Jennifer Howell to her chosen sister, Whitney, um, before she went and testified in the UK courts, begging Whitney not to perjure herself for her abusive sister. And I think that's extremely telling because I, I don't think things happened the way that they were. And I do think blood is thicker than water. I also think Amber has been paying for her sister for a while. Amber paid for her to come out to LA and, and to live with her. She, you know, sent her first few checks, which is very nice of her, you know, back home to her family and everything else. And I, I do think there's some sense of, I, I don't know, being indebted to her that I think gotcha. Whitney is stuck in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's move on. What are we on? Number two? Number, three? Number two. Oh, so I have to pick here. Okay. Hold on. Um, <laughs> I had a couple. Um, so I'll, I guess I'll go into this one. Um, everyone's lying except for Amber. <laughs> we found that out. Amber's, during Amber's cross-examination, she talked about how the nurses lied when they were talking about her cocaine addiction and her alcohol addiction that they had written in their nurse notes, that that was a lie and it wasn't true. And she didn't know how those that had gotten into her nurse notes at all. It was very strange. Um, the police officers that responded to the May 21st, 2016 incident, they're also liars because they didn't see any of um, anything they thought was a criminal act at the penthouses, even though she says they were trash. And that was the, all the cell phone night, right? That was a cell phone night. They said all, uh, and she alleged that Johnny went through the house, you know, smashing things and, and whatever else. And she has all these photos. Well, none of the police officers say that they saw any of that damage. They also didn't give her anything that they usually give domestic violence victims because they, as they testified, they didn't see Amber Heard that evening as a victim of domestic violence. So they just gave her their card. That was all and, and mm -hmm. left. Um, and there were two sets of officers. It wasn't just like one set arrived. Two sets of officers arrived at and two separate times. And these are people who are trained to look for domestic violence. Yeah, domestic violence. Like they're they're trained mm -hmm. to go there, and if they see anything out of the ordinary, it immediately gets reported or someone. I, I mean, I've seen dozens of celebrities be, get, get put in handcuffs if there's any marks, any anything on the other person mm -hmm. to alarm the police officer. So it's really interesting that she's saying that they are lying. Yeah. And they said that her face looked puffy and red, like she'd been crying, not like a phone had struck her in the face or, or anything mm. like that. They had no suspicions at all. Um, but she also says Johnny security are lying, which fair to her. Maybe they were, I get that. Yeah. Um, but it's like, Everyone I mean, I can say the bodyguards, by mm. all means, they're going to lie for for who they work for. I'm sure of that. The police and the nurse. Why would they lie? Exactly. So and also Tara Roberts is another person. She said misrepresented her story. That's like a quote from her um, where Tara Roberts said she witnessed Amber screaming and clawing at Johnny, trying to get him to stay with her. And Amber was like, oh, no, that was a misrepresentation of what what happened. So it, it's interesting that everyone that doesn't fit her narrative she's like oh that's not that's not accurate <laughs> but the police and the doctors are where i'm like that's not vibing amber 
I do like that. Number two is mm-hmm. everyone's lying but Amber. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. What's our number one biggest thing that we need to take away from this week's court hearing? So during her cross-examination, Amber Heard said she didn't assault Johnny ever. She never, ever, ever did that. And then 15 minutes later, she went on to describe hitting Johnny in the staircase incident. And then if we've heard any of the audios, she talks about hitting him, not punching him, how she like, it's wild to me that she says she never assaulted him ever and then swapped into, oh, no, I did hit him. Oh, no. And like, yes, you can say to a point. Maybe it was self-defense because she's saying in the staircase incident was self-defense. But when you hear the audios, she's calling him an effing baby. Like it's wild. Absolutely wild. So that was interesting. That was very interesting. Does she not consider even verbal abuse there? Because you you hear a lot of verbal abuse. I mean, going around uh, through all these Mm -hmm. like recordings through, through, I mean, I guess both of them, whatever you want to say. But that that's funny that, Whatever. I, I don't want to be biased here, but I would say that they they have some mental issues going on between them and that relationship. Woo. Yeah. Rough. No, it's wild. So that's my that's my top five takeaways from this week is wild. But I can't wait to hear from Jennifer Howell. I'm so excited. Do um, you think Johnny Depp will be able to date after this? I don't think Amber Heard will be able to date after this. But. <laughs> Did you, you see that meme going around where it's like the next guy that dates Amber Heard? Guys, she's really cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Now, do you think that it, both of them have kind of like movie role? I mean, obviously, her movie role is kind of up for debate at this moment with Aquaman 2. She's testified that she'd been released from her contract, although we know she's lying on the stand. So who knows? But she's testified she's been released and she doesn't know how long she'll be in the second one for. I thought they were saying that they've just minimized her role, that she's not out. So that's why she says, so she's she testified that she's been released from the contract for future. And then she's not sure how much of her they've left in the final cut of Aquaman 2. Interesting. And then mm-hmm. Johnny, uh, I thought this was, so obviously he said he's out of Pirates. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry Bruckheimer made it sound like for now he's out of Pirates, but... They're going to have one script for Margot Robbie and a Mm -hmm. second script for someone else. I think that if this trial goes the way Johnny wants it, I could see him being offered that rollback by Jerry. Do you think with Disney? Because Disney is such an, uh, I don't know. Johnny's Johnny's the man over there. I don't know. Like, Well, that's what's interesting to me about her lawyers. They keep alleging they're like, did Johnny ever have confirmation that he would be in Pirate 6? And I'm like, does Johnny need confirmation he would be in Pirate 6? Before the op-ed, he definitely would have been in Pirate... Like, that's... 100%. It makes no sense. Like, like, he is Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, stop it right now. Oh. Yeah, exactly. No, there, there was... The franchise was because of him and that character. 100%. And so, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see how Margot Robbie handles the role. But I do feel if he gets some vindication at the end of this trial that gives Disney the pathway to having him back. I really do. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. Danny, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, You know, obviously, if you guys want to check out her podcast, Innocent Till Tipsy, you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's awesome. She does a much, much deeper dive into the Johnny and Amber saga than we do here. This is the Cliff Notes version. Go read the whole novel over at her podcast. Uh, Thank you for your nonstop coverage of this court case. And I mean, 
I, I don't know how you do it. I, I praise you for being able to. <laughs> I, I turn it on and then I'm like 20 minutes later, I'm like, I got to turn this crazy crap off. But thank you for handling it for us and keeping us up to date. No, oh, thanks so much for having me on. And I missed Adam this time, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I will let him Thank know you. that we cannot do any more updates without him, that Danny has specifically requested you. Uh, <laughs> No, but thank you guys. Uh, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms at the Hollywood Raw, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. All of it. We'll be posting uh, uh, all of this content and so much more over there. And uh, make sure you stop by, leave us a review, five stars only. Right, Danny? We only That's accept it. five stars. That's all. Let me tell you, I'm starting to get stars about being a misogynist. Ooh. I know all five stars or not enough stars. No, no stars. And um, it's I'm like a misogynist and uninformed. And I'm like, but we're reading the court documents. I'm so hurt. <laughs> Danny, you know, it means people are listening. There's I gonna, guess there's going to be haters. You got to accept the haters with the lovers. That's just the way it works out here. That means all you're five successful. Stars. Do it up. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. A Huda Media Production.